0: Yeah, listen, the police state's here, guys. Uh, yeah. That's inarguable to, you know, the libs listening. You know, you can, again, plan a big wet one on my rump because I really have no desire to hear you right now as you're celebrating, again, uh, the collapse of the constitutional republic. The police state's here. Dan Bongino is absolutely right. The police state is here. and It has been for a while as haters of Trump celebrate this news as if it's a good thing. But they're completely partisan, which I'll get to in just a moment. And there's a lot of people doing and opining lots of things, even going to act on this announcement by Trump that he'll be arrested on Tuesday. We're going to get into that and how this does not fare well for DeSantis if he has presidential aspirations. He's acting like he does. We'll get into that here. But Dan Margino is correct. We are in a police state. We have been a police state ever since the FBI spied on President Trump. They tried to frame him several times during his actual presidency. They had sham uh, impeachments. Now the police state is going after protesters from the 6th day of January 2021. And then they keep doing all of these things. And now they want to arrest a former president. And the sad thing is how the left is celebrating as if this is a good thing. And Dan Bongino, I I just love how dismissive he is. You can just put a wet one on my rump. Because he's right. This is the end of a constitutional republic. We are... Tell me it doesn't sound... This doesn't sound familiar. For those of you who have been around here for, oh, I don't know, at least two years, when I started to say when Joe Biden was ushered into the Oval Office that we have now become the United States of America, the Banana Republic, the Banana Republic of the United States of America. But the police state and this abomination is here right now. This is third world BS. That's exactly what this is. This is the kind of story you're used to reading out of North Korea, but it's here in the United States right now. Let me give you some details ...on what we know so far, okay? Police state. Five federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies are involved in this. That's kind of why we know this is happening, because they've had to coordinate this. So the agencies that are preparing for this are the New York Police Department, the New York State Court Officers, the U.S. Secret Service, the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force, and the Manhattan District Attorney's Office... Those are the five state, uh, local, and federal agencies involved in this. Okay? So the Secret Service and the New York law enforcement are working out a process for all, for all this to happen for Trump to appear in court. I covered that briefly this morning in my report. And we also remind you that Alvin Bragg is a Zorro-funded district attorney. Okay? Now... President Trump has said, I wouldn't even think about leaving, indicating that a criminal indictment is not going to affect his intentions uh, that he for running for, for president again. He's already announced, and this is not going to deter him. So let's see what have been some of the reactions uh, that have come out. But before we do that, let me remind the Democrats who are saying that this is justice that needs to be done. Let me remind them that this is a partisan attack and there's no way they could say otherwise. For instance, was Bill Clinton charged ever for hush money? No, he wasn't. That's right. Bill Clinton paid Paula Jones $850,000 in hush money and was never charged. He did that to keep her quiet over sexual harassment claims. The case stands in stark contrast to reports that former President Donald Trump will be arrested on Tuesday for an alleged $130,000 hush money payment made to corn pop star Stormy Daniels in 2016 over an alleged sexual encounter that the two had in 2006. Now, here's what's very interesting. Supposedly, the legal way that Alvin Braggs is trying to get after uh, President Trump is by the, that the the payment was made, the hush money payment was made from the wrong funds, like campaign funds or something like that. Well, Brent L. Tolman tweeted out, and the Hillary campaign was actually fined for hiding the Steele dossier payment under legal fees. Essentially the same legal theory on the Stormy Daniel payment the DA is running criminal investigations of Trump. So I guess they're trying to get him on that this hush money was paid Illegally through the wrong channels, through uh, campaign funds or what have you. Once again, folks, a misdemeanor at most. But no, they want to make they want to take this all the way to court. Here's let's go back to 1998, 1999. Clinton's administration officials set a check for 850. 853- Eight hundred and fifty thousand, the amount agreed to in November to settle the case, was being sent by overnight mail to Miss Jones and her lawyers. The officials who asked that their names not be used said a little more than half of the money, four hundred and seventy five thousand, came from an insurance policy against civil liability the president held with Chubb Group Insurance. Most, if not all, of the remainder was withdrawn from a blind trust in the name of Mrs. Clinton, which officials said last year had assets of slightly more than one million dollars. There we go. There we go. Oh, uh, How about this one? This one, I mean, people are saying, well, that's 1998, 1999. That's before 2000. That's before Y2K. People have very short memories. Okay, let's go back. Let's go back more recently. How about John Edwards? Remember that? Edwards had, um, this is the New York Times. I went back into the archives. New York Times, June 13th, 2012. Kim Severson. The federal campaign corruption case against former Senator John Edwards is over. The D- Justice Department said it would not retry Mr. Edwards on the five charges of campaign finance fraud in which a North Carolina jury could not reach a verdict after a six-week trial that ended this month, June of 2012. The jury acquitted him on a sixth. Although a legal case concerned with how a candidate can use money from political supporters, the trial became a spectacle of personal details that like cost. That cost both sides millions in legal fees. So, John Edwards, well, he disappeared after that. But, n- no new trial and the original trial at the state level could not reach a verdict after a six-week trial. They're just trying to stop Trump. Okay, now Josh Hawley, he echoed my sentiments Exactly today, saying the Democrats use the FBI against parents. They use the FBI against Catholics. They use big tech against injection critics and anyone who questioned them. Now they want to arrest Trump, their leading political opponent. They are the Banana Republic Party. That's what jo- Josh Hawley tweeted out. Now, is anything going to be done about it? Well, let's go over to the House. Kevin McCarthy. Saying via tweet today, Here we go again. An outrageous abuse of power by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walks as he pursues political vengeance against President Trump. I'm directing the relevant committees to immediately investigate if federal funds are being used to subvert our democracy with politically motivated prosecutions. Very interesting. And Kevin McCarthy also says that this may be interfering in our selection process for president, wow. We have Senator Eric Schmidt. It's going back to the Senate, saying the reported upcoming arrest of President Trump by hyperpartisan Zoro prosecutor Alvin Bragg is some third-world banana republic lunacy and a very, very dangerous to go road to go down. Leftist the United States are increasingly weaponizing investigations to persecute and prosecute political opponents. It must end. That's what banana republics do. Look what's happening in Brazil. Look what's happening in Brazil. Dan Bungino is right. The police state is here. But as I pointed out, nothing happened to the Democrat Bill Clinton because of this. Besides being out money, embarrassment, and an end to his career, John Edwards, Nothing legal, legal happened to him. But folks, we don't have to go back to 1998. We have to go back to 1999. We can just go back to, I don't know, right now. Uh, You know, it's not as if Donald Trump's, you know, sons were caught on uh, caught on tape talking to their dad about illicit business deals or anything with foreign communist parties and nuclear powered enemies of the United States shuttling millions of dollars to the Trump. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's the Biden fair. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. I forgot. You know, as a commentator, I should be really up on the news and stuff. Biting on point sarcasm. That is why I like Dan Bongino. Don't listen, I don't listen to other pundits, by the way, folks, because what you're going to get here is uh, my opinion, and I don't want to parrot and echo other people, but in searching for this news item and any updates, I came across that clip and had to share it. Dan Bongino is the man, and his sarcasm makes a point, right? Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Haley Biden, the Biden family actually caught doing actual Treasonous, traitorous crimes. Taking money from a foreign power that is an enemy to us. An opponent. A foe. A geopolitical competitor. Whatever you want to label them. China is a Marxist, socialist, communist country. And that's what we're fast becoming. If not already. With this banana republicry that we are living through. Man... People are not quiet on this. People are not quiet on this. And this is the point I want to make. We cannot reward the left-wing tyrants who were weaponizing the government to arrest their political enemies by putting anyone but Trump in the White House in 2024. What's happening is third world banana republic crap and Republicans need to stand up. Fight fire with fire. Katie Vance. Actually, I'll get to him in a second. Dinesh D'Souza. Arresting the leader of the opposition party is the signature move of socialist and third world despotic regimes. Moreover, it's always done in the name of fighting corruption and rule of law. As the actual corrupt players, the Bidens, walk around free and he gets to collect a presidential paycheck, but only is working 60% of the time, taking 40% vacation. Lee Zeldin, Alvin Bragg may... Very well be the most dangerous, divisive, incompetent, and compromised district attorney in America. On day one, my first action as governor would have been to tell Bragg he was being fired. But unfortunately, Lee Zeldin is not the governor of New York. I have my suspicions on why that really happened and how that went down. Okay? Now, we have another stalwart person here, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, today saying this is what they do in communist countries. That's what she said to the Washington uh, Examiner. Do you see a common theme here, folks? If you're thinking this sounds like communism, third world banana republic moves, that's because that's exactly what it is. Now, one person that could maybe advance their political career but is absolutely silent on all of this is Ron DeSantis, and I want you to—I want to read this to you. This is some, some comments from Joe Hoft over at the Gateway Pundit. I think he makes excellent point here, and I want to share this with you. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is gearing up for a run for president, but today's silence about New York's prosecutorial abuse against President Trump is not helping him one bit. President Trump is crushing all other candidates from either party in polls for the 2024 presidential race. Joe Biden is a disgrace and the most hated person to ever step into the White House, and this is before the upcoming economic meltdown. Trump is leading all GOP candidates for president and hopefuls. Many people believe Ron DeSantis should back President Trump to bring the party together. But DeSantis' actions to date are the opposite. Now, I'm going to share tomorrow an analysis of Trump and DeSantis and what could happen there. I'm going to show that tomorrow. But suffice it to say here as a preview, many people believe Ron DeSantis should back President Trump to bring the party together. There is synergy that could be had here that we're not having. Once again, I will, I will cover that in an episode tomorrow. Here's where Joe Hoff makes an excellent point. It's not just about this situation. DeSantis was silent about the illegal Mar-a-Lago raid by the corrupt DOJ. Many believe he knew about the raid ahead of time. He might have known about this garbage indictment announced yesterday for some time as well. But rather than stand up to this obvious, tyrannical fascist injustice, DeSantis remains silent. This is a very poor political move. I love alliteration. If I were Joe Hoff, I would have said this is a piss-poor political posture. But that's me, and I'm not Joe Hoft, and I'm reading Joe Hoft, but I'm editorializing his editorial. DeSantis is not doing himself any favors, and here's why. DeSantis appears to be run by the GOP elites who hate President Trump because he wants policies that are America first. At least this is a message that is perceived by Trump supporters. Now DeSantis remains silent at a time when our corrupt and criminal DOJ, which is quickly becoming the equivalent of the injustice departments of fascists in the past, attempts to arrest the president of the United States, Donald Trump, on literally made-up crimes. DeSantis's inactions will be his doom. His hopes for presidents are fading quickly, and he hasn't even announced. Americans want just leaders, not followers of big money elites. Bravo, Joe Hoft. Well said. And in a very succinct manner. Now, some folks out there listening to this love Trump and Trump policies, but they're tired of Trump. They, I think some of you, unfortunately, have fallen for the false propaganda that Trump is a divider. Trump is a unifier. They are dividing on the Trump issue. And unfortunately, a lot of Republicans are falling for it. You are not going to get Trump policies from DeSantis. They have very similar things, but DeSantis does not have the business acumen and the knowledge of the deep state that President Trump has. President Trump was very effective, even though he was naive, and he admits that he was very naive in a lot of things. He had no no idea how deep the swamp is. He had to put up with backstabbers all around his circle. Some of that was self-inflicted because... He lives by the adage of keep your enemies closer. I mean, he had bolted in there for a, too long of a time. And I, I don't think President Trump is going to make many of those same mistakes in his second term. But don't forget, DeSantis was in D.C. Does anyone remember Ron DeSantis, the legislator, before President Trump backed him to be the governor of Florida? And he is an excellent governor of One of the best governors I can think of that I'm aware of in the history of this country during my lifetime. There may have been better, but I've been active in knowing about politics and and, and what's going on in different states for years now. And Ron DeSantis is doing a bang-up job ever since the pandemic. From there, he has led the nation as a governor. But if he wants to be president in 2028, then... His silence on mar lago and his silence on this is so loud, it's deafening. Now, some people are saying, well, I said I'll have to say this. Some people are, are apologists. Well, Ron DeSantis doesn't want to say anything because it might hurt his campaign. Really? Now, you may not be aware, but it's not just President Trump that's running on the Republican side. We also have Nikki Haley. And uh, and Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, and he has not been silent. Tweeting out, a Trump indictment would be a national disaster. It is unAmerican for the ruling party to use political, to use police power to arrest its political rivals. If a Republican prosecutor in two thousand four had used a campaign finance techni- technicality to arrest then candidate John Kerry while Bush uh, and Cheney, this got truncated. Sorry, folks. While Bush and Cheney were in power, liberals would have cried foul, and rightly so. Principles go beyond partisanship. Let the American people decide who governs. This will mark a dark moment in American history and will undermine public trust in our system itself. I call on the Manhattan District Attorney to reconsider this action and put aside partisan politics in service of preserving our constitutional republic. Yeah, but he's he's funded by uh, Zorro. He's got Georgie Porgy money. He's he's not going to do that. These people are owned and controlled. Are people shying away from Trump because of this? No. Hell no, actually. J.D. Vance today. Alvin Bragg is bought by George. He allows violent criminals to walk the streets of New York City, but will prosecute the likely Republican nominee and former president on a baseless misdemeanor charge. These people are trying to turn America into a third world country. I've been asked by multiple reporters if an indictment would lead me to rescind my endorsement of Donald Trump. The answer is hell no. A politically motivated prosecution makes the argument for Trump stronger. We simply don't have a real country if justice depends on politics. And that should be obvious for the fact that Mayorkas hasn't been impeached yet. And nothing has come about with Joe Biden's crimes of sedition and treason. And his son Hunter Biden having all kinds of crimes on his laptop and nothing's happened to him. Nothing's happened to the Clintons. It is truly one-sided. Now, J.D. Vance said something very, very key here. A politically motivated prosecution makes the argument for Trump stronger. That's the argument, folks. Elon Musk, uh, Beaver Frey on... Twitter said if this happens it will be the beginning of Trump's re-election. Then Elon Musk responded, if this happens Trump will be re-elected in a landslide victory because they will make a martyr out of him. And martyrs are very very can be uh, being a martyr is a very very powerful thing. Now, someone said or asked in the comments, I saw somewhere Well, President Trump shouldn't show up. We should have a protest and he shouldn't do it. Well, according to his attorneys, as I reported before, former President Donald Trump will not refuse to surrender if the Manhattan district attorney criminally indicts him, him, his lawyer told the Daily News Friday. There won't be a standoff at Mar-a-Lago with Secret Service and the Manhattan DA's office, Joe Tacopina said. If Trump is charged, he must surrender to New York authorities and appear in court to enter a plea to the charges. A judge could theoretically agree to conduct the hearing remotely, but no criminal defendants are being arraigned virtually at present, according to uh, Lucien Chalfin from the Office of Court Administration. All right, folks, this is uh, developing. I don't think we'll have much more news until Monday or Tuesday, but if something uh, important breaks, I will report it. Thanks for being here. I'll have a few more reports for you throughout the weekend. Make sure you stay plugged in. Don't forget to check out our other show, BCP Unfiltered, over at therealbcp.com or bcpextras.com. And don't forget to check out our sister YouTube channel called The BCP Report. My daughter, Juniorette, in her last semester of college, just dropped an episode for you on Saturday. Make sure you check it out, bcpreport.com, or you can go to the links down below. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless.